0: Live from the bathroom at Pearl Go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the noise that a quarterback makes when he's hit by a defensive end.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the unrestricted Vex and Bob and guess what? RC the Bulldog is on phone line. He's in an undisclosed location from an undisclosed location in transit. What's up, RC?
0: What's happening, Jeff? What's cooking, Bob? You sound
2: good. You
1: kind of sound like you're,
2: you know... Just down the street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, but I have to tell you. <laughs> hey, we got a lot to get through this week, including Bob's bone to pick with my sports movie, The Deepest Breath. Apparently, that didn't go over well, and Bob has seen it now Richie's still waiting to see it, but I think we're going to have to ruin the surprise for him. But I got to start with, we got to talk about golf with the tour championship coming up. A little bit of team USA who's five and uh oh, um, Yeah. Entering the world cup competition. But I got to start with this guys with the Dallas Cowboys and maybe the relationship with Jonathan Taylor's situation with the Indianapolis Colts, which looks irreparable. Guys should should the Cowboys be thinking about Jonathan Taylor? Because I sure as hell think so.
0: I think you're crazy not to think about it. It's at what
1: cost? Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be cheap. I mean, Jonathan Taylor has already talked about wanting to be paid. So I think you can just pencil him in for nine or 10 million, right?
2: Yeah, and, well, Jerry, we- and Jerry can find that in the cushions.
1: You think he can? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know the Cowboys. They're capped out, I think. But there's always a way, isn't there?
0: I would think so. I just, do you want to lock him up long term, or do you just pay him handsomely for two years?
1: I got to tell you, if it's two or three years, I'm pretty thrilled with it. I mean, you don't want to go five or six years with a guy Jonathan Taylor's age, but he's only what 25. Am I right about that? Yep. So, yep. So yeah. I mean, two or three years, absolutely. And you know, I don't want to repeat past mistakes of overpaying
0: for Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Ezekiel Elliott. But at the same time, what's worked best for the Dallas Cowboys over the last decade or so is having a bit of a timeshare. And Tony Pollard's a great back, but we've never seen him be an every down back before. Do we really know right. that he's that he can be that guy? Wouldn't Jonathan Taylor just make for great insurance, Richard?
0: It'd be really nice to have him. It makes a good running game makes that much better. How do you not throw interceptions while you hand
1: the ball off? Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested.
0: I'm interested. I think they
1: want a first round draft pick. I don't know that I would give the one. I would give a two, but not a one.
0: Yeah one's pretty steep, but uh, it's not like we whiffed them. We haven't whiffed before on one's.
1: You know, I was watching Get Up the other day where this conversation Greeny. took place. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that I think a move like this would signify is that the Cowboys are serious about winning at all. Sometimes yeah. you need something that cements your team as, hey, man, we're not fucking around. We're going for it all. And a yeah. Jonathan Taylor move would say that aloud in the locker room, would it not?
2: It would. I it would. Yeah, I mean, that. You, you look back at the Rams from a few years ago, and you know they put all their chips in on the table and totally bartered away the rest of their future, but got a Super Bowl. Yeah, They
1: did, and I remember last year your San Francisco 49ers made the Christian McCaffrey move down yep. the stretch, Yep, and that was a we're not fucking around, we're going for it all kind of move. And honestly, if their quarterback hadn't gotten hurt, I hate saying this because I know they're your team, but if their quarterback hadn't gotten hurt, maybe it would have been a championship season for the 49ers.
2: Could have been, could have been.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you don't. You can't count on that kind of stuff. But, look, the Cowboys have gotten better over the offseason. I think Dak hopefully has the message loud and clear that, you know, 17 turnovers per season is not going to be okay. And the way you prevent that is by handing the ball off. Of course, Jerry hates that. Y'all know that, right?
2: Yeah, but does Jerry hate that more than he likes winning?
1: I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, in the Tony Romo era, they should have run the football more. But he just couldn't help himself from throwing the football, you know, 60% of the time.
2: And half of Dak's interceptions, though I—I I mean, to give all credit to Dak, half of his interceptions weren't his problem. Is that I mean, right? Yeah, Th- there were there were half of those where he was throwing the ball stupidly. There's the one that I'm flashing on that I saw the Green Bay Packers interception in the end zone. Yeah, that was a bad pass that should never have been thrown. But a lot of it wasn't his fault. A lot, a lot of it wasn't his fault, and 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 I'm almost gonna say all of them weren't his fault. As long as the Cowboys would call plays appropriate to who huh. Dak is as a quarterback. Yeah. I was telling this to a, to a Cowboys fan the other day because he said, do, do you think Dak can win us a Super Bowl? I said, no. Dak can't win you a Super Bowl. Can Dak not lose you a Super Bowl? I think that's the bar you need to hit.
1: Yeah, sure. Don't ask him to do something he's not capable of. Yeah. Like asking Reggie Jackson to bunt. Have y'all seen that documentary that aired? No. It's called Uncivil War, and it's about the Yankees, Dodgers, baseball rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's actually really, really good. And apparently, Billy Martin, at one point, the manager of the Yankees was so pissed off at Reggie Jackson that he made him bunt. <laughs> and Reggie Jackson had no idea how to do it. That's funny. I know. You just don't ask, you don't ask Reggie Jackson to bunt, and you don't ask Dak Prescott. To try to go win you the Super Bowl.
2: Well, you do, and mm-hmm. you're going to have a bad result. Yeah,
1: They need to pull out tapes of Trent Dillper. Yeah. Yeah. How and, to not fuck up.
0: the Ravens won. Yeah. How,
1: how to not fuck up. Hey, the Tour Championship is coming up this week for the PGA Tour, Richard. And uh-huh. speaking of not fucking up, did you see the guy in the crowd last weekend at the penultimate uh, event of the golf season yell out during Max Homa's putt. No, what did he say? He goes, pull it. And Homa <laughs> made yes. And Homa made it from like, yeah. I don't know, five feet or something like that. But the guy, the guy had done it once before to another player, and apparently, you know, he got a talking to from the caddies and the players. And he said, well I had a three dollar bet on it. So this is twice This is twice in like a month Where a guy who had money Placed on the outcome Of a golf event Interrupted by screaming You know, at an inappropriate time
2: A guy not named Phil Nicholson?
1: Yeah, right
2: Well (laughs) I mean, how is this How is this any different from Unruly fans Yelling at the competitor to your favorite player. I mean, I'm thinking Happy Gilmore.
1: Right, okay, yeah. So all the hazing between shots is, you know, somewhat acceptable, right? I mean, really in golf, it's not acceptable, but if you wanted to do it between shots, it's totally fine. But if you're the guy who's screaming, Marty Fish, that's it. Marty Fish on his downswing at the American Century had a dude scream at him. And he shanked it, basically.
2: (laughs) The non-statement statement from the PGA, the executive vice president of Brand Communications, this isn't rampant. Of course, for our security team, we want to make sure our players have the proper arena to compete in, but there's been nothing outside the ordinary since gambling has become legal.
1: That's a problem. Golf is so easily influenced by the timely pull it or... Miss it, you know?
0: Well, they're going to have to institute a do-over clause.
2: There's no way they can do that. Can they? A FIM, a fan-induced mulligan. Mm. I'd take a lot of those, about three per side. No, not a rim. Not not a Richie-induced mulligan.
1: (laughs) Not including the breakfast ball. Yes. Two off the first tee. For sure. Oh,
2: my. We're going for
0: two. Good, good. Good, good. I've made that putt before. Where did I hear that, Jeff? Uh, mm. hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> That's oh. funny. I already, I already put myself down for bird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I honestly don't think you can have a mulligan clause. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do that, Rich.
0: Even harder, though, is trying to police twelve thousand five hundred fans on a golf course
1: no doubt about it it's not going to be easy but you have to institute some sort of strict and and i don't know some sort of over the top penalty for
2: jail time jail time
1: yeah well i mean it's going to have to be something like
2: why that. not i mean why not civil fines i mean why not put it on the ticket that you warrant and represent that you are not, you have no money at stake in the event that you are about to attend in person. And and if and and if it, we find out that you do, you do something like this, we come out, we come after you in civil court, sue your ass. It's the American way. It's
1: not a terrible idea what you're talking about here. Let's go over that again real quick.
2: While while we joke about Phil Mickelson wanting to bet on the Ryder Cup yes. <laughs> that he was playing in, you can't do that. Why not, why not just ask the fans that are attending in person, tell us that you are not betting on this on this tour event.
1: By virtue of owning a ticket.
2: By virtue you, of owning a ticket.
1: You relinquish your right to uh, gamble on the event.
2: Right, because you're already relinquish, relinquishing your rights to things like your image.
1: Yeah.
2: Once you walk on the grounds, you're, you're eligible to have your picture taken. No doubt why about it. Just, why not just add another one?
1: Depending on the tournament, you have to give up your phone when you walk through the tournament gates. Yeah. So, it's not a bad idea. And then, somewhere on the ticket, it needs to say that you are uh, opening yourself up to jail time should you unduly influence
2: the outcome of the tournament. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a criminal statute somewhere on the books.
1: <laughs> there needs to be. I'm serious. This could become a huge problem with legalized gambling. Now in several states.
0: I like to do over better. <laughs> 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 I mean, what would you do if you're playing around with your friends and one of your friends makes a snarky catty shack remark, like, Mm-hmm? I'm I'm putting it I'm putting again. You know, you and can I think that's it. You can I do mean, that. Tommy gets to walk up to the fan, the perpetrator, and say, "Hey, fuck
1: you! I'm putting again." <laughs> you can do that in your Sunday game, but there's no way I see it happening on the PGA tour. Hey, speaking of do overs, I took mm-hmm. a I took a do over on the Johnny Manziel documentary.
0: You watched it a second
1: time. I did, and I have to tell okay. you, Richard, I think it kind of sucked. I know they that- could have done more. They, that's where you and I landed on it, was they could have done more. and I, They I, left you wanting. No doubt about and it.
0: I, and I think the reason that they did is because the story's not told yet.
1: I think Johnny <laughs> Manziel had too much control over that documentary. Because well, I realize now, Richard, in watching it again, that, you know, he says, I was going to blow my brains out. And like, yeah, they never investigated that part of the story. I mean, they spent eight seconds on it, for God's sakes.
0: Well, that's a little dark and stormy,
1: I guess. It is. But isn't that the part of the story that's maybe the most interesting is, well, Johnny, how did you think this was going to end? Oh, it was going to end with me blowing my brains out. Oh, Okay. well, let's.
2: Let's go deeper on that. No, let's not go deeper. Because if he's going to set that up, I want to hear the next scene where he did do it. You do? No, no, because because I don't want to be led down the path of thinking someone is about to die and then someone doesn't die. Uh Uh-oh. This is your bone (laughs) to pick
1: with the deepest breath, isn't it?
2: Yes, I hate the producers of the deepest breath. I thought for sure she was going to die.
1: The reason you thought that the lead act, uh, lead
2: uh, subject, Alessia or Alicia,
1: yeah, was dead was because they didn't interview her.
2: They never interviewed her. She was never on camera.
1: Yes. Much like in a dateline, that's how you know that the person's either dead or in jail. Is when they can't get the interview with the subject.
2: I know. And even and even at the end, I'm like, he's going to gum up and he's going to be okay. And he's going to be holding her, you know, lifeless body. And I'm sorry to the family. This is a tragic loss for your dad and all that. But holding her lifeless body in his hands. And that's how it was going to end. And then it's him saving her. Yep. And he's the dead one. Yeah. Spoiler alert for those of y'all who haven't uh... seen it
0: I guess I can't watch it now. Thanks
2: a lot, guys. You still should. Though Though it has gotten me watching a few of the sports documentaries on Netflix. Yeah? What are you watching? Well, I watched the first episode of The Untold Story of the Swamp. Oh, yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer, based on the background and his parents and where he came from, I don't understand how he became quite the asshole that he is. Were his parents good people? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. He comes okay. from kind of a military-type family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the apple fell off the tree. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. And then the and then the whole, you know I, I I'm a big fan of Paul Feinbaum, so I like yeah. seeing him on that on that. So he I'm looking forward to yeah. seeing it. Like it's definitely on my list. I didn't even realize it had dropped yet. Yeah, the the other one that I just watched, which is gonna totally tank our ratings. I watched the the one about the nineteen eighty three America's Cup yacht race. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's must be T V. <laughs> It's actually it's actually pretty good. I've seen um, that. It's good. You
0: you also get up at three in the morning to watch Rowling events.
1: so. Well,
2: okay, That's so it. so,
1: <laughs> and sometimes he just stays up late after an Alice Cooper concert to watch it. Like last yeah, night, Alice
2: Cooper was in town last night. How like, did how did he sound? Well, first I'm gonna. Do you Wait, know? Do, do you know how
1: still well, out for the summer?
2: <laughs> Interesting <laughs> enough, that that was that was his encore song.
1: Where was he performing? Like an old folks home?
2: No, at a Tobin. <laughs> Isn't he like geriatric? Yeah. Richie, do you want to know how I'll, how old is Alice Cooper, Richie? Seventy-nine. You're close, yeah. but you went over, so by the price is right, you're out. Seventy-five.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, he's an avid golfer. He I can't believe that? you don't have a game. I I can't believe you don't have a game with him today, Jeff.
1: Uh, who says hey, Alice, I don't
0: put your head a Put your head a ponytail. I heard this place is restricted. I'll <laughs> <laughs> take okay, six of these, four of these, eight of these, and a couple of those to
1: Wang.
2: <laughs> Some naked lady tees. Yeah. How <laughs> was Alice Cooper? It looked fine from backstage.
1: Here's the thing: <laughs> I never thought Alice Cooper was that good to begin with, and I like metal. But like he's just okay. He's a fine,
2: of a, a, a fine evening for the late fifties, early sixties set at the totem. Is last that night. what it was? That's what it's. That's what it felt like. Was there
1: anybody under the age of forty?
2: Oh yeah, no, there were people who were under the age of forty. Really?
1: Oh yeah, Oh, that's kind of impressive, actually,
2: for Alice. Yeah, he put on a good show. It had a bunch of props. He had a guillotine out there chopping his own head off. Oh. Really? oh. And and I am sworn to secrecy on the gag, so because I saw it backstage. Okay, okay, Okay. (laughs) going with the Gallagher routine is he? Uh, no, no. I forget exactly what happened on stage, on stage, but I remember seeing the actual apparatus. Gotcha. So yeah, so Alice Cooper was in town.
0: What does Alice charge a ticket? I don't know. That's
2: a good question.
1: It's too much.
0: God bless him. Well, green fees have gone up, so he's got to go up.
1: Yeah. Doesn't he live his whole life in Scottsdale just playing golf?
0: No, he he's an avid player.
1: Yeah. He plays a bunch. I yeah. don't think he's actually very good, though. I think he plays a lot, but he's not great, right?
0: I think he's like a 12.
1: Yeah, not great.
0: Not horrible. There's a lot of people that can't break 100, Jeff. Like who? <laughs> well, no one you play with it. But it's out there. The world needs ditch diggers, week.
1: Yes, they do. What did you think of the deepest
2: breath? By the way, Bob. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. It was as good as I advertised. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, I I like that stuff. I like any water stuff. So I like that and the the whole sequence where they talked about her pretty much almost dying at the world championships. And then going off for two days and coming back and setting the world record and that that's was pre- that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can get tickets for an upcoming show for a Mr. Cooper for really good seats for about eighty bucks. Yeah, that's not horrible. No. Not horrible.
1: Still eighty dollars too many, in my opinion. I'm sorry. I just don't want yeah. to see Alice Cooper.
0: Okay. Yeah, if you're not a if you're not a big Ann Rice fan, you're not gonna like Alex Cooper.
2: (laughs) Though there are some tickets if you want to get the platinum level right there on the floor, two to four hundred.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little too much. Just how many times can he play schools out for the summer? Played it for a long time last night. Really See, it kept there you on go. going
2: on and on and on.
1: That's because he only has like twelve songs in his repertoire. I was joking. I don't know many other. Yeah.
2: Is there uh, no more Mr. I nice Guy? Is. is that him? Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poison. Yeah. From the nineties. I was just wondering, did anybody walk up to him backstage and go, Hey Alice? Uh school's actually back in. <laughs> wow.
1: Hey, Richard, thanks for joining us by phone, man. I appreciate it. We got it done. Yeah,
0: thanks for uh, allowing me to use the new technology.
1: And football begins next week for us, at least on this show. I mean, I guess it starts this weekend, really.
2: It's week zero. Yes. (laughs) Who is the marketing genius that thought up that shit?
0: (laughs) So it's Notre Dame and Navy
2: in Ireland. That sounds right? normal. Yeah. No, they've they've done that before. Yeah. So, yeah, and I that was act- cool. Yeah, I was actually I was reading a report, uh opinion piece about the whole realignment in college football and and now I'm questioning the guy's credibility as a journalist cuz he said it was Notre Dame and Army. I'm like, Army doesn't play Notre Dame. <laughs> no. Na- Navy does and gets their shit kicked out of them every every year, but well, we'll have some football to talk about
1: next week and preview the college football season. And the pros are not too far away. So I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yep. We get Aaron Rodgers and the Buffalo Bills September 11th, Monday Night Football. September 11th or 7th? 7th. Oh, 11th. I thought it was 11th. Uh-oh. Somebody said the 11th this morning. Week one.
0: Well, they're playing September.
2: Nope. Absolutely. It's Buffalo at the Jets. Monday, September 11th There you go
1: All right yeah. Richard, have a great day Thanks for joining us On you The too. Unrestricted
0: How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on The groove feel good When it make you move Make your next move Your best move uh-huh. I said the groove feel good When it make you move Make your next move Your best move uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good uh-huh. It feel good Cause you know it's good Hey it feel good, don't it? Feel good cause you know it's good